1: Welcome back to Life, Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry. Let me ask you this. You have uh, kids who uh, would otherwise be in school today, and they're at home, maybe on the couch right now, with a laptop on their laps, uh, pretending to do schoolwork, probably watching YouTube or something. Well, if that is the case, you uh, you may be happy to hear uh, a recommendation. Now, it's that. Remember that word. It's a recommendation which has been handed down by the state superintendent. She has asked uh, that here in the state of Utah that no student should be given an F grade this quarter, as. Uh, As schools adjust to being closed and trying to figure out how to handle teaching in this new coronavirus era, uh, taking advantage of the distance learning and stuff. Well, uh, Sid Dixon, you've seen her in various press conferences over the past few weeks as we've uh, the most recent announcement on that front being that schools are going to be shut down for the duration of the school year that's a, a sad reality for so many high school seniors who aren't going to get to go to prom uh, who may not be walking across the stage uh, on their graduation day that's a heartbreaking thing but it's the reality we're facing right now as we combat this coronavirus well it's been suggested by sid dixon who again oversees instruction of all of utah's public k-12 through schools that no student should be given an f grade this quarter and i Read between the lines. There, I have said recommendation, suggestion, urged. Uh, it is not. Uh, it's not an order. She is not commanding uh, that all schools under her direction take this uh, uh, take this course. In fact, uh, it is uh, a decision that she has made clear it is ultimately up to uh, the respective districts and schools uh, uh, within the state. I've spoken to a few of my teacher friends and they have said that at least the, the instruction they've received from their district is to, uh, we don't hand out any failure grades, uh, and it's not exactly uh, pass-fail. Uh, it Right now is a circumstance that you could best describe as pass-incomplete. You either pass the class uh, by demonstrating you know, a sufficient understanding of things, uh, or you get an incomplete, which is not the same as a failure. Here in the state of Utah, at least in uh, the Salt Lake City School District, The majority of students, if they don't demonstrate an adequate ability to uh, to comprehend uh, and, you know, and redemonstrate the criteria, the curriculum, they'll be given an incomplete, which will leave the door open for them maybe later in their educational career to, to retake that class. Uh, and there won't be any consequences. Anyway, that's, the, sta- that's the, the deal here in Utah. You know, my mom is a teacher out in Missouri. I reached out to her, asked her how things are going out there. Uh, similar circumstances, uh, same deal in New York. And I, if I'm honest with you, I came to uh, be curious about this topic when I saw a, a news article out of uh, Olympia, Washington, from the Como News uh, staff up there. And uh, it is that no F grades are to be given in Washington schools this spring. And I thought, hey, you know what? I know someone up in Washington, good friend of mine, uh, Jason Rantz. Uh, he's in the talk show host club. He hosts the show himself uh, every weekday on AM 770 KTTH up in Washington. Grateful to have him joining us on the line now to talk about how uh, he's reacting to things up in Washington. First off, sir, how are you holding up in the midst of all this coronavirus stuff? Uh, do, I need a haircut, but other than that, I'm doing fine. You know what? I have uh, been seeing you. You do these Facebook lives from time to time. I've been uh, trying to do that myself. Uh, maybe when this is all said and done, you and I can get a haircut at the same place. I can see myself looking back uh, in, in the camera, getting a little shaggy. <laughs> <What's> uh, <doing? laughs> all right. So listen, or maybe maybe we could maybe here's, here's what'll happen. You, uh, we'll go viral this way. We'll like shave each other's heads or something like, the, like the, you know all the late night talk show hosts uh, are trying to do.
0: Yeah,
1: okay. That's our, <laughs> that's, our ticket to, that <laughs> that's our ticket to viral success uh, as we all chase that dream. Uh, talk to me about what's going on in Washington and the schools. Uh, is, is Teachers can't fail their students anymore?
0: Correct. So it, it, this right now is specifically to the Seattle Public School District, which is, of course, the largest. It's almost certainly going to be done statewide. What they're basically saying is because the learning right now is all digital, which requires you to have a computer or a laptop and Internet access, you're learning a little bit differently. And people who maybe don't have consistent access to the Internet or don't have a laptop and haven't been able to get one during this time, they don't want someone to suffer as a consequence from their grades. Mm -hmm. So what they've basically implemented is you'll either get an A or an incomplete, as you said. Mm -hmm. Now, for the people who can't afford to have Internet access or a laptop, which is not a lot, but there are some, this is a policy that, of course, makes sense. Where it doesn't make sense is any individual who just decides to show up to their digital learning class and doesn't even try and just does the bare minimum to stay engaged. They should not be getting an A. You're not just hurting them. You're hurting the entire uh, sort of class. You've got someone right now who – and everyone knows these kids when we were in school – head down reading doing all the assignments, the kind of the annoying kid who raises his hand and says, hey, you didn't give us homework for the three-day weekend. That kid is working really, really hard to get that A. You now devalue that A by giving it to the kid who literally just showed up. And I don't think that that's serving those students well because then they get this expectation. And when we're talking about a lot of younger people, they already have that expectation that they showing up, that that's all that they need in order to get an A because everything they do is precious and amazing, you're you're hurting them because now they're going into the real world expecting that same kind of accommodation. I think we can have a nuanced approach in which we're helping people who actually need the help while treating everybody else in a more equitable way.
1: Yeah. Do do you think it's possible, though, that uh, because this is such a shared experience, that it's such a global phenomenon, that there will forever be an asterisk on all the educational accomplishments of this era?
0: degree but i mean let 's not pretend that this is something that 's taking over entire states right I mean there are some states who are still doing pretty well as far as their education is concerned, and yes there's there should 100% be some sort of accommodation or understanding when we're talking about seniors or you know uh, juniors who are going into their senior year and maybe a little bit of a dip in the grade. That's not what I'm talking about, and I don't have any problem with a teacher who is using their judgment saying, okay, this student is clearly struggling mm-hmm. in a digital environment. I'm going to give them some extra points. But there's a difference between giving someone who otherwise would have received a D or an F, giving them an A, and someone who's a C-plus student who's struggling and you give them a B-minus. I'm okay with the reasonable approach. He just seems to lack reason to simply say you're either going to get an A or you're going to get an opportunity to figure this out come summertime.
1: Very good, Jason Rance. Uh, let me ask you this. You had a pretty specific description of the student who had their nose buried in the book. Uh, what kind of student were you?
0: I was a very good student, but I wasn't a nerd. I'll I'll put it that way. So I was basically getting A minuses and B pluses. I'm just, uh, uh, you know, us who work in talk radio, we are naturally gifted and intelligent and never wrong. (laughs) So obviously
1: that held true in high school. Exactly right. I can totally relate, man. Uh, Hey, listen, I'm grateful to you (laughs) for. We're just so brilliant. Thank you. Hey, let's pat each other on the back next time we see each other because we're so smart. (laughs) Uh, Listen, Jason, I'm grateful to you for your time. Thanks for uh, stepping away from all your work up in uh, Washington. Let's touch base from time to time, see uh, how things are going as uh, your city and mine navigate their way through uh, this coronavirus era. We'll see if we come out on top of this. Uh, I predict we will. Uh, Again, thanks for your time. Uh, Thanks for your work. Thanks
0: for having me. Stay safe.
1: All right, sir. Uh, That's going to do it for that segment. We're going to take a break here in just a moment. When we return, I'm going to be speaking with Utah County Commissioner Nathan Ivey. He's been a a guest on this program a number of times, and the occasion for our conversation now deals with social distancing and the economy in Utah County. The Utah Valley Chamber has revealed some uh, fascinating suggestions they have for, uh, say, the food service industry and other uh, areas like that as we start to knock on the door and think about reopening it. And stepping back into a world where we are open for business. Uh, we're going to be speaking to uh, Commissioner Ivey next on Live Mike. I'm Lelands Berry, and this is KSL News Radio.